Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the In the Huddle podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Rotundo. And I'm Sam Gold. And week four was a very interesting one. We can't wait to recap it with you guys and discuss all the games. So let's just hop right into it. All right, let's roll that intro music. You're listening to In the Huddle with Sam Gold and Chris Rotundo. All right, and welcome back, guys. Week four was a very fun week. I, I had a lot of fun watching it. Sam, what did you think? Yeah, uh, uh, one key takeaway is definitely defenses are crumbling. Uh, so much high scoring. It seems every team, at least one team in every game, scored in the 30s plus. So a uh, lot to talk about there. But yeah, I guess we'll jump right in, right? Before we get started, we should probably mention some of the COVID news that oh, I guess yeah, happened. Yeah. So Go yeah, ahead. the Steelers-Titans game. Steelers and Titans both both got screwed. Their bye weeks both happened this week when they were both, I think, scheduled for week seven and eight. So now they have to play, what, I think 13 straight weeks of football, which sucks for them. I, I wish they could have worked something a little different out, but it is what it is at the end of the day. And um, Stefan Gilmore, the uh, the star cornerback out there in New England, he uh, was just he, tested positive. positive for COVID. So it's going to be interesting because Cam Newton also had COVID. So we got to see how the test results come back from the Patriots and now the rest of New England. And good news for the Chiefs, though. It came back that there was no test positive for them. So After, the, sure. after this last game? Yep. Oh, they that. just tested this morning. I mean, there could be a, a you know a positive test later on. But as of right now, no te- uh, positive test for them. So that's good news. So we'll see how that story unfolds throughout the week. Yep. All right. Let's just hop straight into the week. Okay, so this is something that we didn't really want to start with, but we have to because it was a Thursday night game. It's Broncos-Jets. Surprisingly high scoring. I mean... That's with every game, honestly. Yeah, 37-28, to the Broncos won. Yeah, the Broncos made a quarterback switch. Sam Darnold had a shoulder injury, then he came back. Joe Flacco made a key appearance for about a drive. (laughs) (laughs) So that was basically the only exciting thing of the game. Actually, Sam Darnold had a really... Really good uh, play, a touchdown run. But what was that like a forty-yard touchdown run? Something like that, yeah. And uh, most of this game is forgettable. Brett Ripien was the quarterback for the Broncos. He won with three interceptions thrown. So I can show you once again how bad the Jets are. I'm still sticking by there, winning one game at most. I don't know where it's going to come from, but it's pretty hard to go in sixteen. So I'll give them one game, Chris. Yeah, just fire Adam Gase. It's really all I have to say. But they're not going to do that. They're going to stick with him for the rest of the season. I don't like that at all. They they got to just tear everything down before it gets too late in the season. Because you can't give you can't give Adam Gase any more any more you know of a track record. Don't don't let other teams suffer because of this. Because the more he's on the field coaching, the better chance he has getting signed somewhere else. And he does not deserve to be a head coach, let alone. Offense or defensive coordinator. I mean, he's just doing a terrible job. And then Bill O'Brien of the Texans, he got fired. Yeah, he got fired. We'll get to that. But yeah, coaches are getting fired and Adam Gase isn't one of them. So I, I'm just so confused, Chris. I really don't know what to say, honestly. It's typical Jets to not fire him. They said they're going to stick with him for the rest of the year. I don't understand what they're doing there. Maybe it's a part of their tanking process. I have no idea how. <laughs> hey, if it's that, then they might be pretty smart. Listen, we, we spent way too much time on this game already. Yeah, let, let's, so l- let's just move straight on. I'm sure no one else wants to hear it. Okay, one o'clock games, lots of shootouts, a lot of high scoring. Let's start with 
a shootout. It's Saints-Lions. The Saints come on top, 35-29. to But one of the big stories, again, for the Lions, they had a double-digit lead early in the game. It seems that at one time on red zone, they were up 14 yeah, nothing, And the next yeah. second, it was 28-14 Saints. So what's going on with the Lions? They always start off strong, and then... I don't know if, if they get, if they get too conservative with the ball and let the other and just let the Saints come back, but it seems to happen every single week. They're always up early, and the other team just starts storming right back, and it was the same thing all over again. The Lions aren't but, anything to talk about on defense, but one main thing for the Lions, look, they have talent, so it's not their offense's fault. They still score twenty nine, but it's the coaching. I don't think Matt Patricia is doing this team any favors. He just falls into his old habits. Not knowing how to control clock, not knowing how to man this defense. I think sometime soon, within the next two to three weeks, he might be uh, seeing the hot seat and getting fired. Yeah, I agree with that. But uh, if any of you guys heard that noise in the background, just got a fantasy alert. Not that any of you guys care. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> guys, it's very important. Yeah. But oh, okay, okay. Let's get right back to it. Yeah. Uh, Drew Brees, I think he's starting to finally, you know, not be completely a liability when it comes to throwing downfield. He had some nice passes. Emmanuel Sanders and Traquan Smith had a nice day. The Saints are still in it. I think the Bucks have the edge on the division right now, but knowing Drew Brees and Sean Payton, they're always in it. And they're only 2-2, two and two, so I wouldn't be too worried if I were the Saints. Don't be worried at all. You're missing Michael Thomas, and this is basically, it's, it's been the Alvin Kamara show all, all ever since yeah. Michael Thomas and time with that ankle injury. So when Michael Thomas comes back, we know exactly who's going to be getting the ball. It's going to be those two guys and everyone else seems to be kind of just a decoy out there. The Emmanuel Sanders pickup during the offseason. He had a, his best game of the season, six receptions, 93 yards. But that's really all he's really done all year. He's been dead for them. Yeah, but he did what he needed to do. And yeah, I mean, the Saints, Alvin Kamara, that's the guy he is. Probably a top three weapon right now in the NFL in general. So just keep using him until Michael Thomas can come back. And I think the Saints are fine. Okay. Chargers-Bucks. A very solid game. Back and forth. And Tom Brady threw pick six. But to revive himself, he threw five touchdowns. Is Brady back, Chris? Um, or did he just get lucky this game? I wouldn't say he got lucky. He played a bad Chargers team. But that's, I'm not going to take that away from him. The beginning, you had that pick six. And... I, I felt the Bucs were just going to pounce on them, but Brady came back. He almost threw for 400 yards. It was a back-and-forth game. Defense really didn't matter. And five touchdowns, very impressive. Mike Evans Mike Evans was out for about, seemed like a quarter and a half. Yeah. And he came back, and he still had over 100 yards. And then O.J. Howard, he ruptured his Achilles. He's done for the year. So who knows? This can move Gronk up a little bit. Yeah, the fact that they're putting up these points uh, with injuries like Godwin and now Howard. Uh, I think LaShawn McCoy is also injured. Leonard Fournette's out. Uh, Mike Evans right now is the guy, so they are utilizing him as much as they can. But yeah, props to Bruce Arians right now for really um, making Tom Brady uh, show that he still has a lot left in the tank. And I think they played very well on offense. I, I will say about the Bucks real quick. When they acquired Leonard Fournette, I honestly thought that he was going to be the lead back. Maybe not weeks one or two, but... Kind of sort of ease him into that offense, yeah. get him going slowly. But it seems that Ronald Jones is the clear lead guy. When Bruce Arians said that, he he wasn't kidding. He he said what he said and he meant it. So Fournette's the backup there. Yeah, they trust Ronald Jones a lot more since he has more experience. He's probably going to be the uh, first and second down back for a long time now. 
once Fournette comes back, I think he's a better goal line back or maybe a third or fourth down back. But yeah, they're really making it work right now. And Justin Herbert, though, for the Chargers, he looked very good. I think, you know, I mean, his team is kind of just a choker team in general. So. And, and, and now he lost Austin Eckler. Yeah, for that's how, a huge how long? Hit. Six weeks? I think, yeah, he might be on IR now. So that's a big hit. Um, you know, they still have Keenan Allen, but that's really it. Hunter Henry. So, all right. Um, but yeah. Justin Herbert, three touchdowns, 290 yards. He looked pretty solid. He definitely dueled Tom Brady. But he's, he's showing a lot of promise. I, he's going to be the starter whenever Tyrod comes oh, back yeah. from injury. So, oh, yeah. We'll, right. we'll see what happens throughout the rest of the season with him. Good, good young quarterback. I like him a lot. Yeah. Speaking of young quarterbacks, we have Jags, Bengals, and Joe Burrow, 33 to 25, got his first win in Cincinnati. How about that? Good for him. He looked pretty, he, he looked really good. He threw for 300 yards on the dot. Uh, touchdown and a pick, and uh, Joe Mixon led the charge there, really. He really came out of a shell today. They had, they had a ton of offense on that. 300 passing yards and 151 rushing yards by Mixon. And then Tyler Boyd, 90 receiving yards on seven catches. It, it's a good it's a good young team on offensively. Yeah. De- defensively is a whole different story. Complete mess on defense. They just got to fix it offensive line and get some defensive weapons. and. Mm-hmm. It could be promising over there in Cincinnati. Yeah, I was just talking to my dad about it today. The He said what the Bengals need to do is in the first two to three rounds, draft offensive linemen, and then the rest of the draft, just draft defensive players. That's all you need on the Bengals. You already have the offensive weapons. Joe Burrow's promising. And what I love about Joe Burrow is that he's not doing what uh, Baker did in his first two seasons, where he's like, oh, well, Odell's amazing, so I'm just going to target Odell the whole time. Or last year, sorry. I, I think that... Look, AJ Green should be getting more targets. The fact that they only had one reception is a little Honestly, concerning. with the whole AJ Green thing, I think a lot of people are concerned about it. And yeah, I feel there's a, there's a need to be just a little concerned, but I wouldn't be freaking out because he's coming off an, an ankle injury when he didn't play all year. I think he was injured, what, two years ago, the end of last season. I think, yeah. I'm not sure. So I feel he could just be shaking off some Maybe, rust yeah. and they don't want to throw him in there 100% right now. I, I don't know. But I think something that really stands out about Burrow and his maturity already is that his eyes aren't just, oh, A.J. Green, he's a star. I just got to throw to A.J. Green every five seconds. He's looking at every receiver. He's got Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Drew Sample, Joe Mixon, Auden Tate. He's looking at all these different receivers and giving his first reads a chance. And he's making nice, solid, consistent plays. And that's what's really important for the Bengals. The Bengals and Dolphins are going to be good teams in the next couple of years, I feel. Yeah, no, there's the AFC. It's really a shift right now. The NFC is dying out. Yeah, the, and the, the AFC the has NFC. a lot of young talent. And <laughs> for the Jaguars, I mean, whoa, uh, Gardner Minshew, 350 yards, two touchdowns. That's about it there. Yeah, it doesn't um, matter. DJ Chark, two touchdowns, 95 yards on eight receptions. Um, LaVisca Chenault, 91 total yards, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> what a beast. But th- yeah, uh, there's really nothing to say with the Jaguars. I don't really even remember seeing the Jaguars on a red zone. The, the Jaguars got their one win against the Colts for week one, and that's probably going to be their only bright spot of the season. Yeah, that's the what what the f kind of week one type game that they won. So. <laughs> They're still definitely in tanking mode, although we love Minshew. Okay, so the battle of the zero and three teams. It's the Vikings and Texans. The Vikings won 31 to 23. They got off the schneid, as they say. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, I don't even know where to start with this game. Besides, I think we should get right into Bill O'Brien, right, Chris? Uh, terrible coach. Dude traded away Hopkins. They don't even have a first or second round pick in this draft. I really don't know where that team goes from here. Unless they can pull off some miracles. Um, 
their best weapons, their best weapon and their only weapon is Will Fuller. And then their running back is David Johnson, who he's, he's good, but he's not the same. Like he was in Arizona when he had that breakout year. I think I, I don't really know what to do with the Texans. They don't have a defense. Their offense is struggling heavily without Hopkins. I really don't know. I mean, you have Will Fuller who had 108 yards. I and mean, he's going to pull a hamstring one of the next weeks like he always does. The, the, I feel so bad for the Texans because you, you don't even have their first or second round draft picks, which is huge. One of the worst people to be right now, not money wise, not getting paid wise, is Deshaun Watson. He is one of the worst positions he knows that they're screwed unless a new coach comes in like Eric Bieniemy from the Chiefs and completely turns the offense around. But yeah, no first or second round picks. They're not going to have a turnaround anytime soon with missing your first they, and second round draft pick. They've just they had so much promise and now they've gotten completely screwed. Thank God they still have Watson or they would be completely off the face of the earth. Deshaun Watson might be thinking to himself, I want to get out of here. Oh man, he just got paid too. That's I the know. worst part. That's what I'm saying. He's... He's in one of the worst positions of a player that I've seen in a while. I feel really bad for him. He's a really good quarterback, and he's in a really bad position. Dang, I just looked at Dalvin Cook's stats. He had a field show. Wow. Yeah. He had he had 130 yards, two touchdowns on 27 carries. They're giving him a lot of touches. I mean... Thielen and Justin Jefferson both went over 100 receiving yards. Justin Jefferson is something to look out for. I mean, good for Stephon Diggs. He's one of the. He's probably the best wide receiver in the league right now, yardage wise. Oh yeah, but I love that combination Vikings, with him and Josh Allen. But the Vikings did find a gem in Justin Jefferson, so that's good. But I'm still not backing off on my bold prediction that Mike Zimmer could get fired. So he we'll still see. could. It's just they have a young defense. It's bad in yeah. in Minnesota. They did need this win though, or Minnesota would have went crazy. Okay, Seahawks Dolphins. Um, this game was close game for a little bit. Yeah, it was close game for a little bit. I feel the score makes the game seem a little closer than it actually was. It was towards the end. It was like 17-15 for a while, right? Yeah, and then Ryan Fitzpatrick, towards the end of that game, he had that nice rushing touchdown, and he converted the two-point conversion. Who's DJ Dallas? We're looking at the Seahawks uh, running backs right now, and there's some yeah, people that I don't even know. I think yeah, Carlos DJ Hyde Dallas, was an actor. Travis Homer. Hmm. I mean, they're still doing really good. Travis Homer, I honestly felt that if Carson and Hyde were, if Carson was, I felt that Homer might have got the lead role because he started a a playoff game for them last year when Carson. Sounds familiar. Carson was out. DK Metcalf averaging 26 (laughs) yards a catch like he always does. It's crazy to think that DK Metcalf doesn't have one red zone target this year. It's insane. That's crazy. He's, He's the new Deshaun Jackson. Literally, DK Metcalf. He literally just catches deep balls for days and brings them to the house. Which, there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. He's a big dude, too. But I'm surprised I haven't targeted him in the red zone. Which, they will sooner or later. But I, th- I think it's crazy. Through four weeks now, not one single red zone target. If you told me that, I would have been like, you're wrong. Yeah, especially how he could just leap. He could just throw a nice little fade to him. and He could leap up there. They have a nice offense there. The defense is is what I'm concerned it about for, for Seattle. Concerning. That's why I wouldn't rank them a top three team right now. I rank them right outside of that just because they're defense every so every, every game they've been in too has been a shootout except for this one when yeah it was it, a weird game it was a weird game you know I, they had to travel from west to east the, the score makes it seem closer than it actually was yeah that's really all we have to say about this game i feel Not, nothing really to say uh i just want to say start to uh just do it just I, do I, it Chris. I, I disagree with that we're not gonna get into it. you're on that to a hype train i'm really not you, gotta, you just got to see him play. That's all. I just want to see him play. 
I think he will. I don't think we'll get to start a game, but I think if the Dolphins end up struggling, I think they'll put in Tua during maybe a second half or something. We'll, we'll see. We'll see yeah. what happens. All right. But I don't. I think they're trying to preserve him from getting injured. That's what I really no, feel. No, I know. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just sick of Fitzpatrick. Right Next year, definitely Tua will oh, be yeah. starting. All right. Lots to impact from this game now. The Cleveland Browns are 3-1. and one. They put up 49 points in Dallas. That Dallas defense is horrendous. What I only have, where do I start with this team? Do I start with Dak Prescott or do I start with the defense or do I start with Zeke never being used as much? I don't know. Where, I don't but know. But let's go going. over the uh, the defensive issues. Or with Odell, in, I don't know. What to we'll start with the about. defense in Dallas. Okay. That's, that's what I'm concerned about. Yeah, Dak Prescott had an insane game: five hundred two yards, four touchdowns, one pick. I'm not taking anything away from Dak, but I feel when you look at the score and how much they were down, I think we were down thirty-eight to fourteen at one point. You just have to abandon the running game, and you just need to toss the ball, which is why I feel his his stats were inflated. Still a good game. Not trying to take anything away, but 58 attempts, 58 passing attempts. Who knows? Dak could have to do this every game this season. Do you think Dak's a top ten quarterback? If he is, he's like tenth right now. I don't. I don't. I honestly don't. I don't know. Listen, their team's one and three. Their team's one and three. Don't don't even you try. Can't, to, you can't put it on the quarterback. You cannot put this on Dak. You can't do that. I the don't fact know. that he is keeping them in games like this proves he's a top ten quarterback. Because anyone outside of top ten would not keep them in like this. That's true. That is a fact. They have they have a good offense. Five hundred yards. They have a good offense. Did off- you see that pass in between that short window to Amari Cooper for the touchdown? I really don't remember. There was so much offense. Oh I, I honestly was wasn't even paying attention. Chris. I don't know. Well, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna save Listen, an extra segment later on. Listen, what, you know, for Dak. Talk, talk talk to me week eight, and we can see everything. But I think Dak Prescott might actually end up leading the league in passing yards because oh, yeah. of, because of his defense. Sam, what did you tell me? He's on pace for what seven thousand yards? That's <laughs> yeah, not something 7, crazy. Seven thousand like yards. That. Yep. He has like he has like nineteen hundred yards right now. It's it's crazy. This defense is terrible, and fantasy owners of Dak. You, you just love it because they're going to have to throw it. So that, yeah. just, that just boosts up Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Ezekiel Elliott. Because Ezekiel Elliott is also heavily involved in that pass game. And the Cowboys, they play at a pace fastest in the league. I think it's a second and a half more than the second place team pace-wise, which is a huge difference. Which is terrible for uh, injury sake or just players getting tired because that just, yeah, that just makes them even more tired. So you don't you don't want that stat either. And Zeke, he only had twelve touches. That's that's not Zeke. You you need to. They were down, so they just needed to throw the ball. I know, but you gotta rely on Zeke. You just gotta. Not not when, not when you're down that much. You can't. They were down by more than two scores. They can't just hand it off. I mean, did he even have any catches? It, okay, he had eight catches. Eight catches. I'll yeah, because yeah, they get him. Because they get him heavily involved in that passing game, which I like. So even even when they're down, it's not like they're gonna just leave Zeke just there. They're still gonna throw him out wide and yeah. and have him play receiver. Now, I believe the Browns had over 300 total rushing yards. Which is, Odell Beckham Jr. had almost as many, no, wait, no. Yeah, he had almost as many rushing yards than re, as receiving. He had 73 yeah, rushing that, that big play and 81 game. receiving. How? 73 rushing yards, 81 well, receiving. Well, because he, he had that play I at the end of the game. It was like a 50-yard rush, yeah. right? Which is insane. Odell Beckham. And then who Jarvis, Land, Jarvis Landry threw... To, yeah, uh, that's all he really has done this season. When, when, I, when I saw that trick play happen, I told my dad, I go, Dad, this pass is going straight to Odell. I feel like those always work. Oh, like, yeah. They just never not work. 
Just always do a trick play and you're good. <laughs> I feel like I never see those fail. No, it's always a pick or it's always a touchdown. I that, feel like oh, they're just incomplete. This, this is the week to trade Odell fantasy wise. It could be a little bit of fool's gold. He had his best game as a Ooh, Cleveland Brown. I benched him this week. You benched him? But I'm not going to start him next week. So I guess you're right in that in that way. But I don't know. This, this is the week to trade Odell. I guess. I guess. Yeah. No, I could see that. But yeah, uh, also main story, Nick Chubb on IR now. Screwed a lot of uh, fantasy teams, including mine. But this is when they come. They have two number one running backs in Cleveland. So yeah, Chubb goes down. It you got it, Kareem Hunt. It hurts, but you have Kareem Hunt, which it, it softens the blow a little bit. It's obviously not ideal. But it's not it's not as bad as the other team yeah. like the Chargers. And this guy Dearness Johnson came in, lit it up with ninety five yards. So there's nothing to worry about. And Baker, you could say, one hundred sixty five yards, not doing anything. But this is this is this is this is like a Garoppolo kind of season for Baker. Baker. Only had one hundred sixty five. But he doesn't need to do anything. Ugh. Like I kind of like this for Baker. It's, which is it's actually, getting his confidence. Which up. is actually crazy to think about when you see forty nine points on the board. You crazy. would you would think that the quarterback oh easily over three hundred passing yards. But they did it, and in they other only got ways. one pick too. Yeah, which they did it in other ways. They ran the ball efficiently, and they're three and one. And they're three. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, they ran the ball efficiently. I really don't. And then, because you see all these little numbers like 70, 70 40, but it all adds up. And yeah. At the end of the day, it's the, the rushing game. Yards. That Cowboys defense sucks. Yeah. I don't even know who's going to win that that division, the NFC East. Oh, I know. Oh, the Eagles are leading. Oh God. All right, Cardinals, Panthers, thirty-one twenty-one. Panthers win. All right, Ravens, Washington. <laughs> We're going to skip over that game real <laughs> I <saw>. quick. <laughs> I don't really care. You can talk about this game. If you yeah, want. I really don't care either about it too much. Um, Look, two takeaways. Two takeaways. Kyler Murray is on pace, I think, for 1,060 passing yards and 16 pass. No, no, no. no. Wait, what? Wait, In total? No, no. He's on pace for 1,060 rushing yards. My bad. Oh, okay. 1,060. Okay. So he's on pace for. Let me repeat myself. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. Uh, 1,000. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Kyler Murray is on pace for 1,060 rushing yards yeah. and 16 passing touchdowns. 16 passing touchdowns, dude. That's crazy. That's not good. No, it's not With good Hopkins. So, yeah, two things. Cardinals are not as good as we thought, I don't think. And Teddy Bridgewater is severely underrated. I think those are the two takeaways. Oh, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater is is underrated. He's a, he's a good quarterback. He's he's not going to do anything games. crazy. He doesn't lose he he's a good NFL quarterback. He won't be the comeback guy, but he'll keep you in games and he'll be consistent. So that's that's really what I think. Yeah, that's away. really about it. Um, and Mike Davis is doing a nice job in interim for McCaffrey so far. They have a good little offense in uh, Carolina. And once McCaffrey gets back, it should be fun. Um, Mike Davis doing his thing. Robbie Anderson, 99 yards, eight receptions. With Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel, and DJ Moore, that, that's, a, that's, a, solid, that, that, that's, that's an underrated receiving trio. Yeah, very solid. Uh, and then the Cardinals, really nothing. I say we just move on from this game. Yeah. Uh, Hopkins is still going to be fine. I, I do feel Hopkins, he was hurt all week. I feel he wasn't 100%. Maybe they kind of just put him in there. A little bit of a decoy action in a way. Not really. I really don't know. All right. Ravens, Washington. The Ravens bounce back against the easy opponent, 31-17. They needed this for their confidence. They should have benched Lamar and benched RG3 and put in Trace McSorley. Let's just let's just say that how it is. Trace is the goat. <laughs> Here we is, go. He is the goat. Look up his highlights. You will not be man. That song about him, Trace McSorley. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, you should know who that is by now. He's just a god, you know. All right, <laughs> Chris is nodding his head. Okay, <laughs> so this proves how bad Washington is. That they well, had they well, benched well, Lamar we with knew, 193 yards passing. 
We knew the Washington Like a good type of bench. I mean, Lamar had 53 rushing. Didn't he have like a 50-yard rushing touchdown? Sam Cook the punter? He was one for one 15 yards. (laughs) Better than RG3. Didn't Lamar have... uh, Oh, yeah. yeah, RG3 threw one pick. One pass and one pick. Yeah. um, Lamar had a really, really good touchdown It was like a 50-yard run, It was kind of like that one against the Bengals last year, minus the spin move. But he was just so much faster than everyone. Against the Redskins... Against... The football team <laughs> against the Washington football. I knew I was going to slip up with that. That's right. We get we get three slip ups a Th- year. Three slip ups. And then what? And then you die. No, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, against the Washington football team. Um, you really don't have to do much. It's such, such a bad team. Yeah. Oh, also, they're basically like the Jaguars, too, where they just kind of randomly beat the Eagles week one. Although they should also be 0-4. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, though, got benched. Yeah, he, he got benched. Um, or no, he's he's going to get benched now. He didn't get benched during the game. But no. He's not going to be he a starter. 314 yards, but that was it. That's all garbage. Uh, Kyle Allen, uh, if you don't remember him, he was the starter for the Panthers when Cam got injured last year. He's coming in. Ron Rivera is going to work his magic. He already knows him. So Oh, yeah, 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 get better. yeah. Hold on. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, yeah. Remember, he was decent last year until yeah. the end of the season. Yeah, he was. I remember people were saying, is Kyle Allen the, um, He's the guy? It, it was on first take. Stephen A. Smith and Matt Kellerman were talking about this. Kyle like, Allen. The last gonna, 10 games. Yeah, it was like, is Kyle <laughs> Allen going to be the new quarterback for the Panthers? Yeah, Terry McLaurin just getting his career wasted. I, we say that every podcast. I feel so bad for him. We don't talk about it enough. He's, how, he's such a good receiver. He doesn't get the attention he deserves. Nobody talks about him. It's because he's, he's, on, he's on Washington. Who's actually going to sit down and talk about Washington <laughs> for as long as we have right Who's now? Who's going to sit down and even watch a game in Washington? Who's going to go to FedEx Field one day and just actually watch a game? What a waste. What a waste of money. I mean, we can. True, we're actually not too far. Let's just do it. Let's do it, actually. <laughs> for no reason. Okay, uh, let's move on. We got the four o'clock games, pretty boring for most for the most part. Yeah, we have the Giants Rams, such a such a low scoring 17 game. Seventeen to nine, the Rams win. So the Giants are now zero and four. I think it's time. I mean, Daniel Jones is gonna he's gonna start for the rest of the season, but yeah, it's, it's time to tank for Trevor. In my opinion, he's doing way worse than I thought. You think I, they should get Trevor if they have the first pick? Oh yeah, there's, okay, there's no way you pass up on him. This is a Josh Rosen slash Kyler Murray situation for the Giants. You got a tank now. Who cares about Daniel Jones? You know, just keep him as your backup. And then okay, I don't and know. Get Trevor Lawrence. You, you can probably. I don't know how much you could trade for him. What was he gonna get? A third, fourth rounder from? Hey, listen, he's a, not. A, a, anything, a pick's a pick opinion. in the draft. You never know. You can. You never true, know what true. you can get in the NFL draft. Get a good off, good offensive lineman for that. Listen, Brady came from the sixth round. Okay, Daniel Jones. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Well, they're not going to pick a quarterback with the pick they get from Daniel Jones. No, no, I know that, but they can pick up an offensive lineman or something. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Anything can happen in the NFL draft. You never know who you can get. This happens every single Giants game. If they're not getting blown out, it's a stupid, like, eight-point game where they're coming back at the end, and they just come back in the most boring and predictable way ever, where they, they have a few nice throws to, like, Golden Tate. And then they just throw a pick and the other team wins. The Giants are the most frustrating team to watch. At least the Jets are kind of like funny bad. The Giants are just boring bad. Um, I just got a report from Bleacher Report. Yeah. That says Haskins is not hasn't hasn't taken a single rep in practice. Oof. Reports from Washington practice is Haskins hasn't taken any snaps after this morning's benching. <laughs> so, so that could bad. be an interesting story. It's 2019 is, class besides Murray. Is Haskins out? Do you think he's done? I think he's done. He can go to another team, but I think he's done. 
He has not proved anything. No, I, I, I Alex see. Alex Smith right now is better than Haskins. I see people saying, oh, you haven't even given Haskins a shot. He's so much better than this, this, and that. No, I don't think Haskins is a good quarterback. Yeah. I was happy when the Giants passed up on him. Yeah, I, he, that whole class besides Murray did not prove anything to me. Okay. Uh, yeah, other than that. So let's just move on Very from this low game. scoring, boring. The Rams kind of got away with a, like a weird one. Listen, a win's a win at the end of the day. A win is a win. Bills Raiders, the only decent game in the four o'clock window. The Bills are four zero. I I said thirty to twenty three. I said it since they got Diggs. The Bills are finally a legit team and a legit contender now. Top three quarterbacks in the NFL. Go. Top three quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. Mahomes, Wilson, and you can you can argue between Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen. Okay. Yeah, actually, yeah, I'd say those are the top four. Top four. Josh Allen has. Completely done a 360 on everyone, his Everyone hated Josh Allen for no reason. I've always been a supporter of this guy. I've always thought he was good. Yeah. when if he's he, he he will overthrow his receivers. This is going to be a part of him. There's always going to be a meme that he's going to have to deal with. There's always going to be a meme of his is absolutely throwing, overthrowing people by 30 yards. His, but he's good. His main, yeah, his main concern was his accuracy. And one of the hardest things in the NFL to change as a quarterback is accuracy problem. I don't know how he did it. He completely shifted... And he is a great top four, top and, five quarterback. And when you're down near the goal line, he's not afraid to take the ball at the goal line and just punch it in himself. That throw to Cole Beasley where he like flipped over two guys. That was a Cole great Beasley, throw. Cole Beasley's quietly having a really good year. He's such a good slot guy. He he doesn't get enough credit. Just with Diggs, John Brown, and Cole Beasley. That's good. This is I the Bills are I, finally getting the right. I love I love that Diggs addition. So good because now they have a true number one for Josh Allen, a taller receiver now. And you could just you could just tell how that Diggs addition just completely elevated Josh Allen yeah. to that next level. The Ravens, the Patriots, the Steelers, the Colts. They're all playoff teams. They're on they're on their own level. But then it's the Bills and the Chiefs, I think. And I'm saying this because the Bills defense. You wouldn't you wouldn't put the Seahawks on that level too. I'm saying in the AFC. Oh, AFC. Yeah. You were just saying. In, I am so freaking nervous to play the Bills week six in two weeks. I don't. I don't think we're gonna win. They, oh God, I'm so scared of Josh Allen right now. I don't know what it is. He has that weird. He just has a weird quality where he's just. Oh, he's I just, don't know what to say. He's just a damn good NFL quarterback. And with Singletary, he's doing well. The Bills haven't really had too much much rushing success in the last few years except yeah, for it, McCoy. It's really been kind of weird I feel for the uh, Bills. I felt... I had a Singletary do real quick. He 55 yards and a touchdown yeah, I, and I, he had 21. It hasn't been a bad so. year for him but it hasn't been the year I expected. I thought he was gonna be doing way better. He's uh, a solid flex in fantasy so far for me. He, I don't know. I expected bigger things but he, there's still plenty of season left for him yeah, to turn it around. He's doing enough. But when Zach Moss comes back from being... from Whenever he's gonna get off that injury report going to be interesting yeah. because I felt he he was eating into some of his snaps. Yeah. For the Raiders, Derek Carr once again did not look bad, so he's just going to keep staying on the team. The Raiders defense, we all know, kind of sucks. Yeah, they're they're just they're just I feel okay I feel the Raiders are going to be that team like they were last year. In the hunt. In the hunt, maybe they could squeak in 7 seed possibly. Yeah, I feel they're going to be, be between them they're going to be fighting for that last playoff Browns, spot. Yeah. I feel they're going to be in that same spot as they were last year. Chris, do we even go through this game? Colts, Bears. What I a, say no. I mean, well, what a random. I'll just give it. We have to. Colts, Bears. I mean, the score, 19 Why to 11. Why was that the game that had to move back to 4 o'clock? So boring. And then. 19 to 11, the Colts win. 
And then Rodrigo Blankenship, the goat, four for four. Yeah, there he goes. Oh, he's a beast. Yeah, he he. I might actually get a jersey. You got the rec specs that he used to wear in fifth grade. <laughs> I used to look like Rodrigo Blankenship is what I'm saying. We got to get a photo of that. <laughs> we'll get a photo. Um, uh, Ninnick Foles. Uh, I, I, listen, it he's was just not good as a real starter. First start, he was shaking off some rust. Nick Foles, he looked. He looked all right. We'll no, see. no, those are, those are all garbage yards, Chris. He did not look good. He didn't look, dude. Terrible, I, 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 didn't I didn't. Look good. I didn't watch any of this game. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say he looked all right. Yeah, I I did watch this game, and he. They're just. I don't know what to do with the Bears. They can't start either quarterback. No, this is what they have to do. They have to start Trubisky every single game, and then bench him at halftime. Foles comes in and wins. That's the only way they can win. But yeah, Colts three and one. So I guess they're uh, doing pretty well. They should just. Get Nathan Peterman. Isn't Peterman That's the backup true. on the Raiders? I think so, yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> Maybe why? Derek Carr to injure himself. So just, ugh, that'd be great. Five picks and a Oh, half. my God. If he gets injured against the Chiefs next week, Peterman comes in, lights it up. We lose. I, I will never stop making fun of you. Yeah, I, I'd probably never watch football again. Okay. <laughs> Eagles 49ers. I called it. Yeah, the Eagles win 25-20. to 20. Honestly, Chris, you take this one away. I was pretty surprised. Honestly, I had no idea the entire Eagles roster was basically dead. I looked at the injury report. And this is the battle of the dead rosters. Yeah, and I had no idea the Eagles. Who who was their only receiver that was in the the, the Travis Fulgham? Yeah, the I, I think the only receiver on that fifty three man roster was Greg Ward to start out the season. Yikes! If I'm not mistaken, Zach Ertz had a quiet game, four catches for nine yards. <laughs> It's terrible. I don't know how they won. I think this is like a fever dream game. I, I listen, don't really remember much. The, I was pretty tired. Listen, the Eagles are now the best in the division at 1-2-1. and one. Yep, that says a lot. What a sad division. What a sad. What a sad and I feel bad for the week 40, for so many teams. And the 49ers, they're kind of getting screwed by all these injuries. Not kind of getting screwed. They are getting screwed by all these injuries. Yeah, with Nick Mullins getting benched. By C.J. Beathard. I think this does prove now that Garoppolo needs to come back. And he's what keeps this team steady. Yeah, I, don't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as saying Garoppolo is one of these elite quarterbacks. But he's a good quarterback who can get the job done. He's much better than Mullins. He, I can tell you yeah, that. he's much better than the, than the two guys they, they played last game. George Kittle, though, 15 catches on 15 targets yeah, for the touchdown. He, he, he went off. He, I mean, he had to come back from the injury and, he, you know, he lit it up. That's what he, that's what he does. I'll say I'll say that with this game. Oh, him and Kelsey are so close. I, I don't want to be biased, but I, I feel I don't know. They're both so listen. Good. Kittle has more like firepower. He has more like big playability. Kelsey can get those like 13 yard catches. He's a good red zone target. Kittle's not a good red zone target. He usually gets the bigger plays. I think they're both if you say they're easily top two, no if, one's even close. If someone says Kelsey, someone says Kittle. I'm not going to sit here and argue. Yeah. We respect both opinions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the 49ers, two and two now, pushing the panic button a little bit. Super Bowl hangover. Eh. I, okay. I wouldn't go saying a Super Bowl hangover. Look at all the injuries yeah, they know, have. Look, look at all the injuries. Just record wise. Record. Hangover. Listen, I feel that if they miss the playoffs this year, they're come next year, they could be the number one seed in the Yeah. They will be the number one seed in the NFC as of right now. If they don't make the playoffs, that's next year. I don't even want to talk about that's next a year. Bounce back year. It will be a big bounce back year. All right. So we had two Monday games. We'll, we'll do the Chiefs one at, uh, after this one. We'll do the 
Packers, Falcons first. I, I re- this Packers is- are 4-0. Falcons are 0-4. Yeah, Falcons defense might be the, honestly the worst defense I've ever seen in my life. No, 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 no. Cowboys are worse. Cowboys are worse. Well, Cowboys have to be worse, Chris. I can't believe we're going to sit here and actually argue about his defense is worse. <laughs> Look, the Cowboys have one win. So, And Falcons have... Oh, wait, that proves your point. I'm stupid. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what? No, the Listen, Cowboys gave up 49 to the Browns. We're not... There is... All you just need to know is the Falcons and Cowboys. I'm just depressed talking about these two defenses right now. I can't believe this is what our life has come to. I'm just depressed having to watch the Falcons on Monday night. anything. Julio Jones hurt. Um, yeah, he doesn't. Uh, Calvin Ridley had nothing last game. All of who is that, Chris? Uh, Zacchaeus? He's the leading. I don't know. No idea. No idea. I'm not gonna even watch it. But I don't. I don't think Julio is gonna be playing next week. This team's a mess. How's Dan Quinn not fired yet? I have no idea. How is it? He must have such a good relationship with Arthur Blake. Yeah, they're, def- crazy. they're definitely like, oh, you let us do a Super Bowl that one year. So it's, we're just going to keep you. Lewis treatment. It, I don't know how he's staying on the team right it's, now. It, it's bad. It's unbelievable. The they need they to make some personnel change there real quick. Do you think the Packers are better than the Seahawks? I think they could be better. I think if they played each other, Packers uh, might win. I think the Seahawks have a better offense, but the Packers have a better defense. Yeah, that's kind of where I go. And at the Aaron Rodgers has been it, lighting it, it up. It's going to be Packers Seahawks NFC Championship game. I I feel. Um, the end of the day, defense wins championships. Packers are looking really, really good right now. So I think the Packers will win the NFC as of right now. But the, the Seahawks just need to clean up their defense. Okay. All right. Chiefs, Patriots. Chiefs, Patriots. I'll, I'll, let me just say, I know Sam's going to... 26 to 10, Chiefs won, by the way. Sam's going to want to ramble on about this, respectively. But I feel Cam Newton was out with COVID. Mm-hmm. It would have been a completely different game if Cam was in. Mm-hmm. I felt the Patriots... I don't know if they would have won, but I felt it would have been... They would have won. It would have been within a one-possession game, I feel. And then they had Brian Hoyer, bad. And they put in Jared Stidham, bad. One touchdown, two pick for Stidham when they put him in. Only 60 passing yards on 13 attempts. I and then the Chiefs. It, oh, oh no! We oh, went to I, I, I accidentally hit the Hold highlights. On. There we and go. And then the Chiefs. They um. It was a what was it six three coming into almost at halftime. It was, no, at the end of the third. End of the third. It was yeah. Six we scored three. right before the end of the third. All right. Well, I don't remember that. <laughs> no, I remember that. Mahomes two hundred thirty six yards. It was a quiet game offensively until the fourth quarter. It would have been a completely Which different. Is reminiscent of a lot of. If, Chiefs Patriots games. Of if late. Cam Newton was in, I felt it would have been a different game. That's just how I feel. All right. So here's my thing. I 100% believe that. Well, here's two things. I think that yes, if Cam Newton was in the game, there's a very good chance they win. And but if Cam Newton was in the game, I think the Chiefs would not have let their guard down as much as they did, and I think we would have game planned a little bit differently. But it does not take away how horrific we were on offense for three quarters of the game. Not to mention the big stories, those penalties, although the Pats, you know, they have gotten screwed in the past, but this was something that I even agree was just terrible, Chris. The fact that Mahomes' uh, strip fumble was called, a, first of all, it was called an incomplete oh, pass. Oh, that, oh, first ever incomplete pass that has not touched the ground. That would have been a game changer if they called that a fumble. I, I feel that. They need to let those pl- don't don't even blow the whistle. Just let those plays play out, see what happens, and then go back and review. Because it's stuff like that. Yeah, it happens once every now and then when something like that happens. But 
just let it play out. It would be more fair for both sides. Don't even don't even blow the whistle if the ball comes out. Just let it happen. Go back, review it, so you actually get what actually happens, and the game will play out how it's supposed to. If the Chiefs played really, really good all game and we just had one slip-up call like that, then I'd be completely fine. But the fact that they played so bad and that... Yeah, that would have been a game-changer, that I, fumble. I would have rather it just happened and we might have even lost or something rather than we played horrible all game and we got away with some stupid penalties like that and now everyone's saying we should have lost the game. That's worse, in my opinion, and that's why I'm mad. Props to the Chiefs. We still won. But... AFC Championship uh, rematch right here? Oh, man. Uh, we'd probably lose. To be honest, uh, I, it's just one of those games where it was not a great win. I'm glad we got the win. It's big for seeding, but there were a lot of iffy calls in that game. Uh, uh, Mahomes' throw early in the game should have been an interception. Oh, God, I don't know. It was, it was a lot. Sammy Watkins did fumble, though. We could have scored on that drive. Listen, at the end of the day, the Chiefs got out of there with a win. Like I always say, a win's a win, no matter how sloppy it this, is. This is just the one time that it, even if you say a win's a win, it's just that call is so terrible. I just I just feel I feel guilty for winning. That's what I don't like. I'm still proud of our defense for playing well, but at the same time, it was Brian Hoyer and Jared Stidham. So, you know, you know, I got to be more positive. I'm still happy we won. You, you're looking at it more more realistic. I know. It just kills me because it's just it's kind of like a chip on your shoulder now because you're like, well, you know, if you guys rematch, the Patriots probably win. So who knows? I might agree with them. I might not. Uh, but yeah, only one way to find out. Only one way to find out. So interesting game. OK, so that's week four. Let's move on to our week five game picks. We'll just go through them quickly. We have Bears Bucks Thursday night, Chris. Oh, Buccaneers. Buccaneers. I am also going to pick the Bucks. We will try our best not to have the same picks this time, although it's very, very tempting. So, Bills-Titans. Bills-Titans. My boy Josh Allen. All day. Buffalo Bills, baby. Oh, shoot. I'm picking the Bills. It's, just, it's tough. Jags-Texans. Jags-Texans. Um, Houston's going to get their first win. Dang it, I have Houston, too. You know, let's just see what happens. Maybe we'll just all get them wrong. <laughs> Could you imagine if every single one of our picks goes wrong? Bengals-Ravens. The Ravens are going to absolutely demolish the Bengals. Yep, Ravens. Panthers, Falcons. Panthers, Falcons. Falcons are going to get their first win. All right, just just for entertainment's sake. I, I kind of agree with you, Chris, but I, I'll pick the Panthers. Why not? Raiders, Chiefs. Raiders, Chiefs, Kansas City. Good. Good. Cardinals, you go <laughs> Cardinals, Jets. Wait, who are you picking for that game? Chiefs. <laughs> I don't even have to mention. Cardinals, Jets. Cardinals. Cardinals as well. Eagles, Steelers, Chris. Steelers. <laughs> I'm going to straight up. I really want to pick the Eagles. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to straight up tell you right now, I'm picking the Steelers every game this year. It's just going to be that fan bias in me. Oh, the odds that this is your favorite player right now. Carson Wentz coming in. Carson, Wentz, Carson oh, oh, yeah. By the way, yeah. He's not winning the MVP this year. Oh, my that, God. That, that, that was by far the dumbest take I think I'm I've gonna... ever had in my life. No, but I don't, I don't want to be losing to you in the records. Because the Steelers should win this game. But so, I want to just pick the Eagles against you guys so badly. It'd be so funny. Carson Wentz comes in, so right now, beats your team. For, for for the record book, Carson Wentz, that MVP take by me, dumbest thing. <laughs> um, I think we'll get into that come week eight. We'll do our yeah. midseason predictions. But as of right now, Russell Wilson's winning that MVP. Guys, in terms of our, our game picks, we are exactly tied right now. So this is why I'm, I'm very iffy on picking different all, games. All I have to say is the way the NFC East is going... It's going to come down to, who, I don't know. The winner of that division could win six games. We'll see. We'll see. 
All right, I'm gonna. Could you wait? Could you imagine if the Eagles win six games and win the division? <laughs> I could see it. They just shouldn't be allowed. Six, in the, nine and they, one. they just shouldn't be allowed in the playoffs. Yeah, they really shouldn't. Okay, I'll pick the Steelers. Rams, Washington. Rams, Washington. Rams. If this was the Rams of last year. I feel like this is a trap game, but the Rams are better, so I'm picking the Rams. Four o'clock games: Dolphins, Niners. Ooh. Mm, only reason I'm thinking about this is because of all the injuries, but I still think San Fran. I just should I just pick the Dolphins? It, it's up to you. No, I'm picking San Fran. They're 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 desperate for a win. But I would I would not be surprised. I could see this being an upset. Yeah, Giants, Cowboys, Giants, Cowboys, Dallas. Yep. Broncos, Pats, Patriots. Yep. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Colts Browns. Whoever you pick, I'll pick the opposite because this is a close game. I honestly think. No, I think the Colts, though. I know you, you're going to you, pick you, the Colts. I'm picking the Browns. Okay, okay, good. I'll pick the Colts. Vikings Seahawks. Oh, Seattle's absolutely going to stomp all Always over. Always has the Vikings number. Okay, and then Chargers Saints. Chargers Just Saints. Pick the Chargers, Chris. Just do it. Why would I pay the Chargers when Dang Drew it. when Drew Brees is going to throw for over 300 yards? Hey, we both have Chargers Saints, or we both have Saints. So we only have two different picks, Panthers, Falcons, and Colts, Browns. We're going to be wrong on probably half of them. No, not half. We'll be all right. Hopefully we're going to be all right. Okay, so that is it. Thank you for listening to the In the Huddle podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at In the Huddle Pod. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. Any Chris, final uh, thoughts? Uh, no, I, I'm excited. The If you're wondering, the Packers and the Lions have a bye this week, so adjust your fantasy teams accordingly. But besides that... Um, oh, yeah, it. I actually have one more thing to say. Right. Um, my, I just got to announce who my new MVP takes are. Trace McSorley or Rodrigo Blankenship for MVP? I agree with both of those. They could split it. Carson Wentz, unless you can win out, maybe. Yeah, I think uh, uh, Tommy Townsend, the Chiefs punter, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I've been getting meme. I've been getting memed on this entire year so far for saying Wentz for MVP. I, I honestly felt he was. I honestly felt he was. But then the Eagles, typical Eagle fashion, have to have their entire roster die on. I don't know game. why you trusted an Eagles player. That's just my opinion. I trusted that roster not getting hurt. I don't know how you trusted that. That's the last roster I trust not getting hurt. That roster is just the most fragile thing I've ever seen. Well, into like a wishbone. That's <laughs> so stupid. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Once again, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Bye.